to the Super Speedway. Well, welcome to episode 294 of the Super Speedway podcast, recorded Tuesday, September 5th, 2023. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, how's it going tonight? It's going, man. Things are, uh, man, Southern 500. I feel like that we won... We just did this like two days ago. Yeah, I know. I have that same feeling. <laughs> and also, I feel like the race was a week and a half ago at the same time. So yeah. Explain that to me. I don't know. Where, where's times? I think the holiday weekend's got me all screwed up. Well, I feel like the race lasted a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. Well, the red flag didn't help. But yeah. It was it only did. seven minutes. I mean, it only added seven minutes to the race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when I was saying, you know, that Watkins Glen was pretty nice, that yeah. two hour race? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. you know what? The, if this race didn't, wasn't as long as it was, it would have sucked because the first, I mean, really, there were two races and the first race sucked. I mean, yeah. and then it got going. Yeah. And then everything started going to hell. And that's, that's what makes the Southern 500 the best race to start the playoffs with, right? Oh, man. It's, yeah. I mean, it's got everything, you know, it's got comers and goers and, it's got everything in between. A little bit of strategy. Uh, pit calls getting, uh, you know, yeah, fl- flubbed up. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, man, it was definitely a good showing. That's for sure. I don't uh, really know enjoyed. that you could pick. I-, I could not tell you a better track to start the playoffs with. Yeah, it's it's pretty solid right where it's at. Just because there's there's going to be attrition there. It's a long race. You're going to see attrition because it's Darlington. You you see tire wear, so tires matter. It's a driver's racetrack. And, I, I mean, I know part of it is just the pressure of the first race. Junior was talking about it on his podcast today that, you know, some of these guys, they've been, you know, locked in for a while. They've just mm-hmm. been sitting back coasting, and now they come in and all the pressure's on yep. to perform. But add that pressure already to a track that is tough. Too tough yeah. to tame, as a matter of fact. Yes, it is. And you have just the perfect formula for the start of the playoffs. Yeah, it's a great, uh, it's a great playoff opener. I know we we did New Hampshire for a long time and Chicago. Yeah. Um, Chicago might be good now, but it wasn't good be. back then. Yeah, it wasn't good then. Um, but man, it's yeah, Darlington's delivered two years in a row, and yeah, you know this this new car on on uh, on ovals continues to perform. I was a little um, worried the first half. But- those first two stages had me a little concerned that we're going to have another one of these. I mean, it's still, it's Darlington and because of the way Darlington is, it's, it is, it is a track that can get away with long runs and no yeah. cautions, but it was feeling like, man, something's got to happen. But it reminded me of last year because last year I was there and I sat in the press box for the first two stages. And then, um, you know, I think there was like 50 laps to go last year. I, I left the press box and, and drove down and, and camped out on the, on the photographer stand in turn turn one and it felt like so much changed from being in the press box to the end of the race um because so much happens right there at the end of that race mm-hmm. and, and it was the same way this year just a lot of stuff right towards the end guys that i mean shoot denny hamlin was the guy you know oh yeah yeah we had a few guys but yeah denny hamlin had clearly uh, you know, clearly set himself apart from everybody else. And, you yeah. know, a lot of the guys in the playoffs were having issues and we'll probably talk about that a little bit, but yeah, we got a long um, list. <laughs> yeah, we do. I tried, uh, I tried to put the list together of every one of them. I think I might've gotten it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we probably could, we could do what Jeff and Jordan did and just talk one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> but, I did. I did not listen to their podcast this week. No, so. but yeah, that, that's what they did. I actually, I thought it was kind of a cool format. They just went through the playoff standings and they, they talked about <laughs> each driver. So huh, that's cool. 
That was interesting. Yeah. Um, Where they're at, how they feel about them, things like that. But we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. One driver that didn't have trouble, though. Oh, well, I mean, not any, not enough to, to derail him, at least. Finally getting his Darlington win. One of the, the wins that he had been elusive for him so far that he wanted to get. Uh, Kyle Larson gets himself a Southern 500 victory. Yes, sir. And, and I've thought about it today, James. Like, how quickly we went from Kyle Larson being this guy that has so much promise but just can't finish to mm -hmm. the guy that is checking off the, the last bucket list tracks, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, the last bucket yeah. list wins, like, come on. Yep. How did that happen so quickly? Uh, yeah, he's, um, 22 victories know. now. Yeah. And he's got a couple of majors <laughs> in his pocket. He's got a 600. He's got a Southern 500. Um, you know, that's, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at, man. He's, He's racked him up pretty quickly yeah. and, you know, was looking at, you know, as I, as I like to do, I was looking at the list. Um, and he, here's the company now, yeah. Eric, some guys that we, guys that we grew up on. Uh, he is tied with Jeff Burton, wow. Bobby Labonte, Benny Parsons. Uh, and then he's one behind Terry Labonte and a, and a couple behind Ricky Rudd. So uh, <laughs> all the guys from, you know, our heyday, uh, he's about to pass them. And uh, yeah. continue his his march upon the uh, upon the top of the charts. He's five behind Dale Jr. now, Hall of Famer Dale. I was Jr., gonna say he's he's right around all those guys with jackets. So yeah, he's well, and he's already got his jacket <laughs> yeah. coming. But oh, yeah, yeah I mean he's he's in the jacket club now. Yeah, um, but giving himself a little separation from Chase Elliott too, obviously this year. So yeah, that helps uh, yeah, that's when a big one. That helps when you don't make the playoffs. Well, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this is a big one. I mean, I, you know, I tweeted it out that Kyle Larson loves the. Loves the big events. Yeah. Uh, he won Wilkesboro. He's won Darlington. He won the Knoxville Nationals again. Big year. He's having another big year. Seems uh, <laughs> big year. Yeah. And we, I think I was, I was bashing him earlier in the season saying that his, his, his run is over. Yeah. Well, did you have him in the play? Did you have him in the championship four? I, I did. I can't remember now. Did I, yeah, did I put him in the I championship say, four? I think you did. I thought you I, did. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, just I came back around on him because it's Kyle Larson. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I think I took him out because I had I have I put Byron in. I had him in originally, and I took him oh, out. Oh, that's right. In, yes, so. that's it. Yes, so I yeah. did not yeah. have him making the final four. So I'm, uh, I'm yeah. already going to amend that list because yeah. Well, there's uh, there's a few guys now. Um, you know, I am feeling a lot better about Tyler Reddick <laughs> than yeah. I did. No kidding, uh, right? I had him. I have him going to the round of eight, and that was a really strong day for him. He finished his second, yeah, and he's going to attract that his car won at last year. Yeah, I mean the forty-five and and Bubba Wallace, you know, yeah. shout out to Bubba Wallace. I I, I know he, uh, I was cussing him out uh, at the end of stage one, right? Because I was just thinking, what are you doing, man? You, you got the whole race ahead. Yeah, that was you got stupid. and spun out, but but uh, he rallied and uh, had a good day. He was Bubba, battling for a top five there. Bubba so. was not one that I would have put in the top ten at Darlington. I don't know why. No, I, I didn't have. expect that. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I was I was worried after you and I talked last week. I thought, why did I put two twenty three eleven cars through to the round of twelve? <laughs> um, but I'm feeling a little bit better about it, so yeah. so that's good. Good, good, all good things. Well, they know they're driving Toyotas next year now, so that's good. That's yes, weight do. off their yeah, shoulders. Yep, so they, they certainly do. They certainly do. Yeah. Um, Kevin Harvick looked like he was going to prove me wrong, and I know you were pretty excited about that. You were ready to rub it in oh, my face and decided to do it a little fault. early. Yeah, yeah, it's totally my fault, isn't it? It is 100. percent I th I hope uh, Harvick gives you a call. I, he should. He should give me a. 
he should give me a phone call because I messaged you and I and it wasn't what two laps later. Yeah, I was right after. Oh, jeez, <laughs> this is so bad. So yeah, bad. that. What was so? Eric, you saw obviously you saw the whole thing. Yeah. Um, what the heck was Tyler Ruddick doing there? Because he, he wasn't going to make the pits. What I, was he doing? I don't know why you stop in the middle of the racetrack. And Ryan Newman's probably wondering the same damn thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, he just came to a stop and turned four and, and Newman spun to miss him. And Harvick gets hosed because he doesn't make the commitment line before the caution comes out. Um, of course they pitted. If they wouldn't have pitted, it would have, wouldn't have been as big of a penalty. But Rodney Childers doubled down afterwards and said it would have been a worse penalty had they not pitted and found out that they made uh, the light. So he doubled down and said it was the right thing. I did want to talk about this, James, because it's a big moment. It's a big moment. It is a big moment. And as with anything where there's something that's controversial, um, the serious XM crowd wants to fix it. Um, Oh, geez. Yeah. So the callers were up in arms uh, this week about this incident and, uh, they want to fix it. They want to get rid of this rule. This rule is bad, they say. Um, what do you think? Is there anything that needs to be changed here? Is this nah, just no. something that happens? We haven't, we haven't seen. It's very rare that this, this is affects a freak a race. incident. Yeah, this is a freak incident. I don't know if I'd change the rule. Um, I mean, it's it's there for it's there for a safety. Junior wants to make it a ball or strike call to where where there's some no. human intervention that humans no. can decide that, well, he was coming, so he's good. No, 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 no. You can't do that. No, we, we, you and I have argued, I think together, right. <laughs> you can't have balls and strikes. It's gotta be black and white. Here's the reason this rule exists. What year was it in the all-star race when Jeff Burton pitted on the last lap yes. of the stage? That's why, because if we didn't have this rule and pit road was open as soon as the caution came out, every driver that possibly could would dive onto pit road and it would be such a mess. First of all, it would be unsafe on pit road and it would yep. just be a complete cluster. And, and James, I don't know if you watched the IndyCar race on Sunday, but we saw almost the reverse of this on Sunday in the IndyCar race because there, there was a caution or car spun off the track and stalled in the middle of a, of a caution of, of, of a pit cycle. There was mm-hmm. one car that hadn't pitted yet. And IndyCar held the caution until that car pitted, then threw the caution after the pit stop was done, but before the car was out on the track, erasing the need for the outlap and giving that driver an advantage afterwards because he got to start further up. I don't remember what what driver it was, but it was the exact almost reverse of this. So you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. This is a safety thing, and it's also to keep these guys from beating themselves. Um, I have no problem with it. Yes, it sucks for Kevin Harvick, but I didn't hear Kevin Harvick or Rodney Childers bitching about it. I mean, they just, it's just how it works sometimes. Sometimes it's kind of the season that they've had where they've, you know, some, some of these things that are just happening to them are just kind of, well, what are you going to do? You know, right. if the leader stopped on the track to, for God knows what reason. Well, he stopped on the track because Harvick pitted. <laughs> it was so you know? weird, but he wasn't going to make the pit. He wasn't no. going to make pit well, road. Well, his, his crew called him pit road, and and he panicked. It really is yeah. what happened. He did panic. He's lucky he didn't. He's you know honestly, he's lucky he got the finish. He did. Yeah, he uh, is. After that, so he's lucky that he had a rear end left on the car. Not only that, but he you know destroyed his main competition in this race by doing that because Harvick, yes. Harvick was on the way, man. Yeah, he was coming. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was exciting to see Kevin Harvick making something happen there and and it all just to go get taken away like that really is kind of a bummer. Um, But a good sign for that team. Maybe they can go to Kansas and 
have a strong day and then we'll have to worry about it. So, yeah. I uh, hope so. I'm not cheering for Kevin Harvick to be out. I just, I, I just, I know this type of stuff keeps happening to them. You know, I it's, know, it's, it's not because they've run bad. They've run no, good. They, yeah. What they've done with that team this year is, is pretty remarkable considering this is a, for Harvick, this is a championship without whether he wins it or not, considering what they've done with an underperforming team. Yeah. I mean, it's been a fantastic season for them. So I don't, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't hold them in any higher or any lower regard if they do get eliminated. Um, no. You know, they've, they've done a lot with a little bit. So been a pretty good season, but yeah, they're not done yet. And uh, I know I, well, the reason I was teasing you is because you retired him last week. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, damn, Kevin Harvey's going to come out here and win this thing right out in the front, <laughs> right in the back. <laughs> but, oh man. It is interesting to see who steps up though. I mean, we had, a, we had mm-hmm. a lot of guys step up and, yes, and have strong runs and yes, people struggled. Um, yep. The one I thought was the most interesting. So let's talk about some of these drivers that struggled. I thought Christopher Bell was the most interesting because here's a guy who he comes in, gets the pole, gets the best pit crew of the entire series. I mean, they're, yep. they're the pit crew champions from the all-star race Yep. and they come out and botch the first pit stop and <laughs> immediately start the struggling for this car. And it just was just, it, it was just a cluster all day. Yeah. Well, you remember last week when we were talking about our playoff grid and I said, I got to the final, the round of the, the final four and I had bell written in and mm-hmm. I, there was something that wasn't sitting right with me and I crossed <laughs> him off and put Brad in there. And this is the reason why I yeah. don't understand. Like, you know, the, the, like the, the pit crew thing that's going to happen, but man, that pit crew having a mistake, maybe the pressure's too much. I don't know. And then hitting the wall. Um, when he really didn't even need to no. for, you know, just pressing and that just ruined their day. And honestly, the lights going out in that red flag, um, what well, was a long yellow before the red flag that, that helped that team yeah. quite a bit to salvage a day where they probably shouldn't have gotten all the, you know, all the points that they did because they were, you know, struggling so bad. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I don't know, man, it's, it's just, <laughs> The playoffs, it's, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. Like, they were in a good position all day. And his teammate, uh, well, he had a couple of teammates that had weird days, too. The whole Gibbs organization, really. Yeah. To be honest with you, so. Yeah. Um, speaking of Gibbs teammates, Denny Hamlin, um, mentioned, we mentioned, you know, pretty much running away with this thing. 177 laps led on the day. And uh, gets a loose wheel. And then... Wow. Phantom loose wheel. Well, yeah. Well, he says it's a loose. I, I gotta believe Denny. There's something was wrong. <laughs> I mean, something must have been wrong. He's, yeah. He's not just pitting to pit. So right. Um. You know these. I will say that. You know, from what I can tell, with with an aluminum wheel, you're not gonna see the damage that you would see on a on a steel wheel. Right. So um. The I mean, usually the tire just comes off. So. Yep. Um. The fact that that didn't happen, I guess, is a benefit to him. Yes. But he says the wheel was loose. Either way, they changed the tires and he didn't have the issue anymore. Um, but that that cost Hamlin the race. And then, of course, he gets involved in an accident afterwards as well. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so. Uh, One, two stages. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, his show. Uh, and nobody, I mean, nobody could hang with him. Yeah. Um, you know, I would I would expect he's going to come to Kansas and be very strong as well. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's the thing about stage points and, and everything else He's fine. Yeah. Like a 25th, 25th place finish for him after that. Not that big, not that big of a deal. Yeah, you he got know, 32 got points. I mean, Larson got 57, yep. but, um, yep. you know, only only Larson and Reddick really 
were that much higher on the points than he was. Well, he he finished the race with um he finished the race with hold on. He was top ten in points there overall. Yeah. So I mean, basically, think of it that way. He got out of there with a top ten when you if you think of it that way. Yeah. So. You're almost you're almost better off to to win the first two stages and then botch the end then do it yeah. the other direction. Oh yeah. So. That's well. And that's what you were saying. You kind of alluded to that a little bit earlier, Eric to tale of two races. Yeah. It was a lot really calm early on. And then it got super chaotic right after that second stage and everything kind of went haywire. Yep. Um, Joy Logano also had issues with the wall. Um, still, I mean, managed to, to recover for a 12th place finish somehow. Yeah. Uh, I, that is a testament to, to Joey Logano and, and what that crew can do. They've um, got to be a little bit worried. Yeah. Would be my, would yeah. Be my take away. I mean, he's still got 25 points out of the day, but he's not in the, he's not in the position that Denny was starting the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah. Um, he's above the cut line, uh, just barely. Yeah. So got a few points to give there. Uh, you mentioned Bubba Wallace getting spinning early. Um, that was the end of stage one, right? Wasn't it? Yes. Right at the end of stage one. Yeah. I think he was trying to get one play, one race point. Yeah. Him and Logano uh, actually, which may yeah. have, may have actually helped Logano's issues or, or made Logano's issues a little worse. Uh, yeah. There was some damage to be had, but yeah. uh, yeah, Bubba lucky he didn't get collected up in anything worse. Yeah. Salvage that one. So, uh, then we had the, we, well, Ricky Stenhouse junior speeds on pit road early. Um, never really a factor. No. No, he wasn't. I, Stenhouse is, I mean, no offense to Stenhouse, but Stenhouse is doing exactly what I expected him to do. Happy to be here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Making the playoffs of that for that team is, is the win. Yep. Um, if they can get to the next round, it's a miracle. So, um, and you know, McDowell's the same way. McDowell was involved in the accident, um, with Kyle Bush, Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, all involved in that accident. Yep. Um, so bad day for McDowell and then Martin Trucks Jr. He had problems, but I, don't, I didn't see it I all can't day. Remember. Just no, yeah, just, just, they just all day. They just stunk, yep. right? Yep. Just stunk all day and then got, um, got a bad, uh, they had to, they had to come back down pit road, um, which put him two laps down. That was, that was the end yeah, of it. Once you're trapped two laps down, especially with long runs. Well, and he didn't have the speed. He yeah. just wasn't, he was honestly not even a thought all day. So yeah. hard to, uh, hard to rally when you, when you don't have anything to really going for you at all anyway. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk, uh, did I, first of all, did I miss any playoff drivers? Are those well, all the ones that had issues? <clears throat> those are the ones that had issues. Um, I, I think maybe we could say Ross Chastain, um, had issues, but, yeah. but battled through them and got a fifth place finish. I was actually really impressed with that team. Um, cause they were fighting to stay in the lead lap and yeah. And Daniel Suarez actually maybe saved their race. Uh, coming to the end of, uh, I believe it was stage one, and Suarez held off Hamlin and kept Chastain as the first car one lap down. That's a good point. And that was a huge, huge day for for the for the one car because they were they were kind of out to lunch and they they battled back and that was a really impressive run from Ross. Probably his best. I think this is his best race since he won Nashville. Yeah. So pulled it together. Um, he's he and he's above the cut line now. Um, so. I think he's got like a 13 point cushion over, uh, over the cut line. So um, yeah, you got to take that. Even if it's a, not the best day putting something together, that's a, that's pretty solid. Um, I was impressed by that one. And then uh, your, your favorite uh, Chris Busher, <laughs> third place finish, James. I'm telling you, man, I feel, I feel like you are trying to pigeonhole me as a Chris Busher hater. You are, I'm man. You're, not when hater. are you going to believe in this guy? You're, are you still picking Brad? Yeah, I still, yeah, I still Brad's Brad. still your pick over him, huh? Yeah, I still got Brad. For God's sakes, okay. Brad's, Brad was six. <laughs> For God's sakes. 
Busher almost you know won this race. I had I had a thought. I'm gonna I'm gonna try this out. Try this one out for oh you. So you know how I'm correct about everything no. eighty or ninety percent of the time. No. And then usually like a year or so later, you come on and you're like, you know, Natalie Decker. Well, <laughs> you're right once in a while. You know, so, James, a broken clock is right twice a day. So that's right. So you know, I yeah, I'm like Brad Kozlowski in this this Roush thing. This is gonna be really good. Well. And now, but here's here's where you've done really really well. You've taken the evolution of, oh, Chris Bush is a contender. He's I'm not I'm not, James is wrong. Chris Bush is a contender. Yeah. I'm like, dang it. He he somehow somehow you got me. Yeah. And I don't know. I can't figure it out. Even though I said I think Chris Bush was probably going to finish fifth in the points. You got me. He's going to be final four, man. You SOB. I don't know how you pulled this one off. So, you know, the evolution of our marriage on this podcast <laughs> has, has gotten to the point where you've you've evolved past me. I, I have to change my game a little bit more. So I'm proud of you, man. Are, are you picking him for Kansas? See your pick? I have to, dude. That car's really fast. <laughs> it is. They are. I saw a stat. Um, oh, where I saved it, too. I saw a stat where I, it, it's. Busher and Brad, and they have the most lead lap finishes of the entire season. That's incredible. It's Busher and and I think Busher's got twenty five, and I think Brad's got twenty four, and they lead they lead the entire series in lead lap finishes. I mean, they just they're building more momentum it's every week. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I it's still don't else. think I, I I'm playing the game, but I, I don't think Chris Busher is a championship contender necessarily. I don't think he's a championship threat. He's a contender, but he's not a threat. Um, he's still got to go through. I mean, yeah, he got, he finished third. But he's still got to go through Kyle Larson. He's still got to go through, you know, he's got to beat William Byron. He's got to beat Martin Truex Jr. Truex, Truex and Larson are both champions already. Well, like, they know how to do this. The thing is, is that team can get to Phoenix now. Yeah. No, they and can. It's, and that... And that puts you, I mean, that's where, that's all you can ask for. If you're any of these teams, you know, if you're Ryan Blaney, do you and you're think like, when hey, it's man. all on the line that he's going to outduel Hendrick Motorsports and Kyle Larson, if they're both in the final not, four, not, with, I don't no, see it. I just happening. don't, I can't, I can't imagine that that would happen. He now, would have to outright outrun them. He's not going to outsmart them. The, the thing with the Roush. Keselowski cars as they are just fast, man. It's anything can happen, man. (laughs) It reminds me. This is a better version of what Trackhouse was last year. Yeah, this like those guys were just a little more inconsistent, but they had a lot of speed. Well, the difference between this and Trackhouse is that Trackhouse just kind of came out of nowhere. Yes, and like we've seen this progression with RFK. Yeah, we have. Yeah, this has it's been over building. two years now. So to yeah. me, this feels more sustained than what Trackhouse did and, because this isn't this isn't a fluke, right? And and what I like about Ra- what Roush Fenway Kozlowski has is the K in RFK. Yeah, um, they've got a guy who's done it, who's been there a bunch of times, who knows who knows the way, mm-hmm. and who's been with Roger Penske for years. You know, just know just knows how to be in a part of a championship organization. He's brought that DNA over. Uh, Trackhouse has to build that from the ground up, so I think that's a little bit of the difference there. But you know but what it man, was? It's that it's, it's that nap that Kozlowski got during media day. It's so funny. I meant to bring that up on the podcast <laughs> last week and I didn't. But yeah, Bubba taking pictures of Sleepy Brad. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, yeah, it's really good. But yeah, man, these uh, 
these RFK cars aren't going away. They're going to be tough in Kansas too. You know, yeah. they're going to be around tough. They're going to be tough in Kansas. Busher, Busher could win Kansas. Yeah. Um, you know, he's well, I mean, everything else. again, we, I went down the list last week. There's not a whole lot of tracks that I look at that he, that I think he can't win at. Yeah. I mean, he can win <coughs> Kansas. He can win Bristol. So he's got two opportunities coming up. He can win Dega or Texas and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the, the map, the roadmap is there. Yeah. Um, they just got to go take it now. So, yeah. Um, um, I think the only other playoff driver we probably didn't touch on. Well, we, we didn't touch on Blaney, but Blaney was just kind of out there. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, I mean, they managed to get a top 10 finish out of the day too, yes. which I think is really impressive because they were out to lunch early. It was, yeah. He had a weird race. He just kind of hovered around 15th yeah. and then kind of found his way around, but he had good, you know, he had a decent, um, you know, stage two fin or stage one and stage two finish. So he was around. It just was a very quiet day. But that's a good day for Ryan Blaney. We a didn't... lot of people, you know, us included, a lot of people had him out. Yeah. Uh, in the round. Well, I, actually, do I have him going through? No, I don't. Um, a lot of people have him out in the first round. So, you know, when everybody else is having problems and you top ten your way through, it's, that's a pretty good day. Yeah, I don't mind Blaney proving me wrong on that one. I mean, yeah. let's put it this way: a lot of people have him out, except for Dale Jr. who hasn't won in the championship. So that's so funny. Um. Yeah. We didn't and talk. Then, we didn't talk about playoff driver uh, Chase Elliott. Um, according <laughs> according to NASCAR's results, she, he's a playoff driver. So. It's it's too much, man. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Hope he just gets knocked out and let's <laughs> get this over. Uh, we also didn't talk about William Byron, who uh, yeah. was threatening. I mean, the end of that race was you know Larson kind of by himself, but we had a heck of a battle for second place. Yeah. And uh, Byron and Busher and, and Reddick were all just kind of under a blanket there. Um, but that's a good day for William Byron. Yeah. Did not have a good starting position. Um, you would think, kind of based on past history, that that 24, you know, when they start, you know, in 23rd, they, they don't usually come all the way up to fourth. I mean, that's a nice that's a nice run for that team. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what you want to see. Uh, if you don't get the win, have a good day, and that was a really good day. Yeah, especially, like we said, when so many playoff drivers had trouble. Yeah. And he's got the cushion. I mean, he's really got the cushion now to, uh, and, and, and Eric, I was going to make this point too. And I was going to, I wonder what your thoughts are on this. Yeah. So you're Kyle Larson, right? Mm -hmm. And you win early. Now you've got two races to just kind of fool around a little bit. Does that make him more dangerous moving forward into the next couple of rounds? James, I don't think you can make Kyle Larson more dangerous. <laughs> sure. I really yeah. don't think you can because I think Larson's going out there to win every week. And not, not that all these guys aren't, but Larson has that killer instinct, especially when it matters. Um, yeah, when he's fast, right? That's why I was concerned about him in these playoffs because he might not have had the season that you expect out of him this year. But when it, when it matters, you know, he's got yeah, the he talent. Finds a way. You know? Yeah. So yeah. no, I think he's a. I think he's an. I think he's the absolute biggest threat every week that he can be. Um, there, yeah, there's never guy. a time. Kyle Larson is is our current day Jimmy Johnson to me. He is yeah. the guy that it doesn't matter what happens in the race. You're probably gonna have to worry about him at the end. Yeah, if he's yeah, even if he spins, he's, man, he's yeah. probably gonna come back and and make a run yeah. for it. Well, and that's the thing I think I'm curious about too, is. What what do these teams value more? Do they value trying to hit on finding more speed? Or do you say, you know what, let's go try to steal a, a couple of playoff points? Do we just try to 
you know, is it more valuable to do what we do, keep grinding away and, and know what we know and try to just outrun everybody and, and keep them from getting the playoff points or you do you sacrifice a little bit for long-term gain? Well, I mean, uh, I honestly, to, if you knew the answer, then I think you'd be a team owner because probably right. I, I mean, know none of those guys yeah. know right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. none of us, that's I'd the love thing to ask, they'd all love, love to, to know the question. answer to that question. Yeah. But nobody knows what they're going to do and no. nobody's going to ever answer that question. No, you know, Joe, Joey Logano two times has been the beneficiary of winning, you know, early in the third round and then going and kicking people's butts at, at the, in the championship race. Yeah. You know, and, and, but I was wondering, you know, early on in the playoffs, how, how does that work too? So just, just something I was kind of thinking about as I, you know, as I do, I, I have random, uh, random NASCAR thoughts for whatever reason. I, I mean, <laughs> so. let's put it this way. Do you want to give Kyle Larson momentum? Never. No, you don't. No. <laughs> Never. Do no. not give that guy momentum. Do not yeah, give him a couple confidence. of guys in the garage. You don't want to get hot. And he's probably the one, the, the number one, don't let that guy get hot. Yeah. Um, in, in the garage. I mean, he's, he's the most dangerous. Yeah. If you think about it. Um, Alex Bowman and Daniel Suarez had a little disagreement of real estate on the racetrack. Um, kind of curious of your take on this one, James, um, yeah. Bowman with the big block on the front stretch. Um, depending on who you ask, he either blocked once, twice, or three times. <laughs> um, I think, yeah. was it, was it Gluck that said he blocked three times? I said two. I think Gluck said three. Dale Jr. says one. Daniel that Suarez was not says one. two. I know Dale's ticking me off tonight because he's doing. He's sticking up for his boys, and it's well. He me. defended that. He said seventy-five percent of the reason. And I, you know what? I agree with Dale on this one. Seventy-five percent of the of that accident was Alex Bowman's fault. Then that's that's fair. Yeah, that's I, you know honestly that's fair. Let's I think let me fair. put it this way: a hundred percent of Alex Bowman getting wrecked was his fault. <laughs> but Daniel yeah. Suarez getting wrecked is Daniel's fault because yeah. he could have wrecked Bowman without wrecking himself. And I yeah. agree with Dale on that because Alex or, or, or Suarez, I'd love to see the SMT data on that because I don't think he lifted going into turn one. I don't think he would. Yeah. And he was mad. Yeah, he was. And that, and that's fine. You can get mad at guys out there. We've seen yeah. that for years. There's well, and he just that. watched the lap before. Alex Bowman make that same block on Ross Chastain on that same straightaway too. <laughs> what was my comment to you? He was in a Bowman was in, in a track house sandwich and he was getting wrecked no matter what he did. Yeah, so pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, my, you know how I always feel about the two, the two blockers, you know, yeah. you block once all you want, but if you make a second move, you get what's coming to you. James, I think if you block so, three lanes at Darlington, you're getting what's coming to you regardless. Yeah. And I, you <laughs> I don't know, think it matters that it was two blocks. And I, I, I don't know. So I don't know if the second one was a block. I, I think he kind of got it, hooked I, as he was I, going, yeah. but it doesn't matter. It's in car camera to me. I it felt very clear that he blocked twice. NASCAR does that on social. They do the, the split screen with the yeah, one. You know, I did one not card. watch that. So I can't. I, so I watched that and I watched it about five or six times. And I, and every time I was like, Bowman comes up, Bowman comes up every yeah. time on him. And, and you're right. Suarez could have gave him some slack, but what the heck does Suarez care for? Especially if he's ticked off. Right. He's that gonna, whole thing you know, was just two guys that was just being dumb. Yeah. Well, they, dumb. I mean, they both missed the playoffs. They're just, they're, they're irritated. Just frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. So neither of them want to cut each other a break I, and I they both piled into the turn. I didn't care for, and I agree with Jeff Gluck on this, Travis Mack uh, saying that maybe Bowman should be tested for a concussion. I didn't like, I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, that was a little bit, especially with a guy who has a history of concussions, not a, 
probably not the best thing to he's say. He's probably a little confused as to why he's being accused of doing something he hasn't done, though. <laughs> so he says, right? <laughs> yeah. Bowman, so. what's what's going on with Bowman? He's been quiet for so long. He's just fired up. Apparently. I don't know. He must. Uh, the uh, the old hack must have felt like he needed some limelight. Uh, he's having a he's having a rough year. So it sounds like him and Travis Mack are making T-shirts now. So we're good. Oh, okay. Well, they'll be fine. All all is good in the world. <laughs> the hack and the hack and the Mac. I guess something. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, I, I mean, honestly, I think the biggest loser in that whole situation was Harrison Burton, who was completely minding his own business yeah. and gets caught up yeah. in this wreck. Well, Harrison's <laughs> going to be okay from what Twitter says tonight. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where's where's is he is he resigning? I think he's going to get another year. Gotcha. So yeah. that doesn't surprise me. Well, it'll be okay. The chips It'll are starting. Chips are starting to fall, and there's only a couple question marks. And I, I think this is one of those rare circumstances where there might be more good seats available than drivers left. Really like that. Yeah. So some yeah. people might get shots that maybe you wouldn't expect. Um, well, speak speaking of uh, to, to steal your transition. Yeah. Well, speaking of guys who got a shot. Yeah. Our guy. Yeah. Carson Hosevar. Seventeenth place finish in a. a car that has been underperforming all season just junk yeah all season and uh what did well, yeah it was a great finished on the lead him. lap at darlington that's pretty damn good for your first official race with your name on the car yeah he's um <laughs> he's not going to be in the xfinity series no. i don't i don't think i, think I am pretty confident here. he's a full-time cup driver next year i don't know if it's the 42 or if it's with colleague but he's definitely he's definitely going to be uh driving on sundays uh for the majority of the, his future here, yeah, very soon. Do you think, man? I would, I would think Chevy's going to try and keep a hold of him. I would, I think he's probably going to college. Yeah, I don't, my, I don't think he'll guess. be in that forty-two car. I, I think, think he's getting all the seat time he, uh, all the seat time he can. And Chevy's, you know, Chevy's given Legacy a little, you know, pat in the back here for. Yeah, that that forty-two car is earmarked for somebody else whose father drove a forty-two car at one time. Oh. <laughs> interesting so we'll see hmm. um yeah so uh yeah good day for carson hosevar like you said i think we'll yep. see him in the cup series yep. um he's definitely gonna be in the cup series sooner than later though is my yeah. opinion oh yeah yeah so, i don't want to get out of here without saying eric bleeping jones by the way yeah uh, pits pit stuff kind of shuffled him out of the out still 10th place finish i know but he was there for a while yeah i messaged you and i was like i can't believe he's doing it again <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, death taxes and Eric Jones in the Southern 500. I'll tell you, My man. Goodness. Does that not tell you that he's a great driver? Oh, that car is such so bad. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, what else I, do you need to know? Somebody who who's that good at Darlington that he's a good driver? Maybe next year. Maybe next year. I hope so, man. I hope it. that they can turn their stuff around with with Toyota over there. Maybe, and... you know, maybe Chris Busher's the the uh, the template here. Stick with a guy long enough yeah. and give him give him good equipment. Maybe. You know, maybe he'll have his moment because I don't think Eric Jones. We're not done. We're not done with Eric Jones uh, for a while here. So well, you got to assume that next year the resources to that team are going to increase significantly. I sure because hope so. Because one, they didn't make. You know, they didn't make a lateral move. There's no yes. way, and it's certainly going to go up from what they're getting right now because you can guarantee they're not getting much at the moment. Yep. So yep. Um, I mean, they do have. They are getting every Chevy driver from the Xfinity series to come drive their car. Yep. But. Uh, but yeah, so yep. um, good on Hosevar. He gets a couple more weeks in that car too, at least yep. Yep. To, to prove himself. I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes out the year. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. 
Um, Unless the next driver who is going to be in that car gets shuffled in. But I don't think so because you're talking a Toyota guy probably, unless it's somebody who's going to switch manufacturers. And that car, they might not have the support from Chevy, but it's still a Chevy car and there's still a Chevy contract. And they're not going to put a Toyota guy in that car. Yeah, that's true. They will not allow a Toyota driver to get in that car. And Toyota's not going to let one of their drivers go and drive a Chevy either. So No. That car, for all intents and purposes, is a Chevrolet the rest of the season. Remember when Chris Buescher... was uh, was a uh, Roush uh, under Roush uh, rain, and then they were just like, ah, go ahead, JTG Darty, take yeah. him in there, put him in your Chevy for a couple of seasons. Yeah, that's a rarity. Then, yeah, brought him back over. <laughs> that's that's. I mean, long term play though. Look at look what yeah, it did for him. It worked him. out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Put a fast piece under some of these guys. They can really show you something. Couldn't keep him in the stable at the time, but kept him kept the leash kept on the at least and even that let him drive a chevy for a couple of years that used to be more common back in the day yeah um you know we had guys get shuffled around i mean davy allison drove a chevy in the bush series that was a 28 car right <laughs> and uh I, every time i think about that i think about you and i talking about it for whatever god knows whatever reason <laughs> how, however whatever we got on that tangent so yeah yeah anyway um interesting thing just to look at i mean we had top nine drivers in this race um, let's see, 11 of the top 12, all playoff and I air quote playoff drivers because Chase Elliott isn't a playoff driver, but playoff oh, team. Jesus. Um, Eric Jones, is the only one in the top 10 that's not in the playoffs in some capacity. Yep. Um, as usual, you know, we had playoff drivers that struggle, but the cream still rises to the top. It's what you expect this time of year. And, uh, I mean, Darlington delivered once again, Always um, does man in, in tail of two races, it was two really interesting races and uh, you know i'm all for shortening races but this is definitely one that doesn't doesn't need to be shortened. no nope, gotta leave it alone yep i it's i'm up. all for a 300 miler in the spring at darlington but we gotta have the southern 500 yep and i mean what a great job to bring this race back to labor day weekend put it under the lights the place is sold out again yep. infield and grandstand sold out um just great job by nascar and everybody involved to put this race back where it should be and I mean, this track was on the chopping block, James. Oh uh, yeah, not that long ago. Right before COVID, you know, we weren't we weren't sure of the future of this place. So we ran it three times during COVID, and now it's got two dates and going strong, yep. man. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. Throwback, you know, throwback really kind of saved it. Yeah. It um, did. At one point, you know, it was it was pretty pretty rough, and now it's got kind of two identifiers. It's got a throwback and the Southern Five Hundred, and yeah, I um, still yeah, prefer it's, the, it's awesome. I'd still prefer this throwback with the Southern Five Hundred, but I know, I know. Got to try and make that oh, spring well. race special. Yep. Yes, um, let's see, Larson's first victory in the Cup Series at Darlington Raceway, um, eighth top ten finish uh, in twelve races for him here. Uh, 22nd victory, as we mentioned, 322 cup series starts, um, third victory and 13th top 10 finish in 2023. Ty Gibbs, your highest finishing rookie. He had his own issues during the race as well, but was able to rally to 21st. Um, and William Byron's your points leader, uh, one point over Kyle Larson, but Kyle Larson's got the win to lock him into the next round. All right. Hendrick's feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain for sure. Um, NASCAR Xfinity series was in action the day before. Uh, the Wawa 250. <laughs> um, what, right? Is that what it was? No. Yeah, I think so. No, yeah. the Wawa was the last race. Damn it, James. Was it? I didn't, yeah, I didn't change it in the notes. I don't know. It was a Sport Clips haircut VFW helping oh, Hero that's 200. Right. That's Come why on. Hamlin was, yeah, that's why Hamlin was in it. Yeah. yeah. Denny Hamlin gets a win. Uh, 18th victory in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. 
um, just kind of kind of ruined the the end of the race here because it was going to be a good. I mean, it was still a good battle at the end, uh, but we didn't get our we didn't get our last lap pass or side by side crash at the line like we had the last two two races here. Um, yeah, but still a great oh great finish between Austin Hill, John Hunter Nemechek, and Denny Hamlin, um, yep. battling it out at the end. Uh, John Hunter leads ninety nine laps, finishes third. But, Sam uh, uh, Sam Mayer caused a ruckus again. Yeah, yeah. So Sam says his brakes went out, and that's what happened there. Oh. Um, wow. So I, I guess I could see that. Um, Parker handled himself very prof- uh, professionally. <laughs> could have. He knows how to do in the media now. Yeah, could have been worse. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. His his brakes went out, and he rallied to finish eleventh. Right, I mean, with no brakes. That's he pretty, said they uh, were soft. He said they were spongy. Yeah, pretty pretty stout with no brakes. I, I mean, it, unless he was trying to clean Parker out, something went wrong there because he yeah, screwed I up. He tried to, I don't think he tried <laughs> to clean Parker out, but Parker, you know, Parker being on the playoff bubble is pretty in, in, interesting. I, yeah. That's something you know where you try to find storylines with the Xfinity series. Uh, Coming up here, uh, the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna be keeping an eye on that one. Yes, yeah. I, I, I kind of hope he makes it. Um, Definitely that one that didn't help him. <laughs> yeah, nope, that doesn't help. Twenty fourth no. place finish. He only got thirteen points on the day. Yeah, it's gotta be a little bit bummed about that, but he's still in the, still in the hunt. Um, I mean, geez, Opie's Riley Herbst. I don't know what to say. Yeah, he's not gonna if he. <laughs> You're not going to make the playoffs at this point. I don't know. He was he was so close to like battling for wins and. No, I know. I don't know. Just kind of went backwards. I know. Least. I mean, yeah. finished, he finished sixth. Yeah. Thirty four. Thirty four points. It's pretty good. I mean, it's meh. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. I mean, top ten first two stages as well. Not terrible. Yeah. yeah. Not good make enough. But not terrible. Go win races. Austin Hill continues to be a threat everywhere. Second place finish. Yeah, um, he's, um, I was a little disappointed that Sheldon Creed didn't run better here because I believe they were struggling during the day um, and actually still rallied back for an eighth place finish. But um, Sheldon's been good here. I mean, Sheldon almost won this race last year. So, yeah, Austin Hill's taken whatever this role is and he's going all the way to the final four for Xfinity Series. Oh, yeah. I think he's, he's going all the way to the stage. He's probably, yeah, unless something goes wrong. He's, it's, it seems to be hit. He seems to have broken out from everybody else now yeah pretty clear he's gonna do it another year too so yeah and it's going to be yeah in his 30s when he does it so yeah. that's interesting but yeah career highs all across the board for that guy he's yeah special pretty special season yeah gonna do it next year without john hunter probably probably <laughs> still has sheldon creed to battle still got the teammate to battle yeah yeah chandler smith maybe probably still maybe yeah on there yep. maybe unless he moves up to cup too yeah, yeah, it could be. So, anyway, uh, Kyle Larson has uh, carburetor issues, finishes third in both first two stages, and they tried to fix it and just kind of never quite got it fixed. Look, cost yep. himself a lap, and that was the end of it. So, 38th place finish, dead last for Kyle Larson. That's, yeah, bummer. But yeah. He, he he was okay. Yeah. I think, he, I think he did just fine for himself. I, I did like also Denny Hamlin uh, tweeting out, um, people giving him the finger after he won. <laughs> he's he's I, become. I enjoyed him embracing the, great... the booze. Yeah, he's definitely become one of the great trolls. Yeah, good on but, it, man. Yeah. I, I know, I know, he rubs you the wrong way, but I, I I'm sometimes. all right with it. I'm all right because uh, he's, he's he does the thing where yeah. he's he's just he's 
playing a character. This is the only race he runs every year. Did you know that? Yeah. It's like since 2017, he runs one Xfinity Series race a year, and he either wins it or um, it ends up in a bleep show where he gets <laughs> disqualified. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he uh, yeah he ran last last time he ran an Xfinity race was 2021. But uh, yeah, he's yeah nothing but Darlington every uh, every time out. So it's pretty interesting. Speaking of Denny Hamlin trolling people, how about his uh, his announcement? Yeah, <laughs> we can create the circus. The yeah, yeah for podcast downloads. Maybe we should take advice uh, from him. Yeah, and uh, create a circus for podcast downloads. I mean, we are a circus. We are. But yeah, it's hard to create to, something that already exists. We need a more public circus, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I, we I guess we need to win some races and. <laughs> the thing with the thing with Hamlin was is like, where else would was he gonna go? There was no other. Well, way. I mean, the sounds of things, everybody was pretty pretty confident this week uh, this weekend at the track that for that twenty three eleven was going forward. So. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> and guess what? Stuart Haas isn't switching either. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, Toyota. So Toyota now bumps up with two, with uh, Legacy. Now they've got basically eight cars, yep. three big teams. Yep. Um, I think that's right where they want to be. That's probably going to be their sweet spot here for a while. Yeah, I would. I would think so. It's probably. Um, I, I can't don't, see them adding anymore. Yeah, I don't think there's any more to add there. I think that's pretty comfortable for them. Yep. Um, six seemed too low. I mean, and if they're going to add, they're not going to add a team. They're going to add cars to current teams. Yeah. You know, they've got they've got two teams that can grow at this point. Um both of which one of which we know wants to grow. Yeah, twenty three of them wants to grow. And the other one that I'm sure with the right funding would be willing to grow. So Well think and think about the the names they got now. I mean Jimmy Johnson's in that group and yeah. Michael Jordan and <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah. Denny Amlin, Joe Gibbs. It's a that's a who's who of uh of, of quite a Quite a bit of people. So that jump man yeah. car looked pretty good this week, don't you? Oh think? my god, man. Yeah. I got people who don't watch NASCAR telling me how good that car looked. <laughs> it's a good I mean, looking was, car. Yeah. Carolina Blue is tough to beat, especially when you got the Jordan logo slapped on the side. It looked a little better in Victory Lane, but Well, he dang near put it there. Just about. Yeah. But yeah, it's a great looking race car. Um so yeah, I mean we obviously we without the Kyle Kyle Bush situation last year, we would have never questioned this Hamlin situation, but because of that, we were a little skeptical, but I think we both were pretty confident still that he was sticking around. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. And this is a multi-year agreement. So pretty much we're expecting now at this point, Hamlin's going to finish his career with JGR. Um, yep. multi-year, I would assume is more than two. Yeah. So if yeah, it's, probably, if it's three, that's probably taking you to the end. Well, it puts him at his age 45 season so yeah you know maybe there's you know there's the, the play where he goes and drives his own cars for a year or two yeah um maybe even part-time you know if he doesn't want to fully retire he could do that so he's gonna have a the the great thing that denny hamlin's built um and and this is the thing with hamlin keselowski and kyle bush that i think is, is interesting um hamlin and keselowski have kind of built their own path for whatever comes next through the cup series. Right. And Kyle missed, missed the boat on that. And I don't know if, uh, he's got time to get KBM where he wants. I don't to think be he wants to. He, I don't he, think he wants to. He yeah, was that's... asked about that at Michigan. And he, he essentially said that, you know, they tried to move up to the Xfinity series before and they sucked. Yeah, they did. You know, and, yeah. and they did. I mean, we took, we had the winningest driver in the Xfinity series fail to win a race. Yep. You know, so, um, and that was back when they were still making lots of starts. Yep. 
So yes, he was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Kyle has resigned himself to be a truck series owner. I think he's got a good place there. Um, I hope that Chevy continues to allow him to build that up to where it can be a powerhouse in that series as it was with Toyota. Um, and I think, you know, that's, that's his plan is to have that for Brexton and then go from there. But I don't, I don't really see Kyle with a lot of aspirations to move up beyond yeah, the truck just, series anymore. Yeah. It's just interesting. And, you know, I know he's got Brex doing his thing and, and maybe that's, maybe that's where he wants to focus. So yeah. Brex got himself yeah. a win at Florence this week. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting to see how these guys are, are navigating their careers a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think Kyle kind of got short, short uh, shafted. Yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little bit. I, he's doing okay. I, I wanted to revisit okay. something you said. You mentioned Hamlin running for his own team for a year or two before he calls it quits. Yeah. Here's my question for you. Um, what benefit does Hamlin get from that? I think it's just he gets to do what he wants to do. Honestly, is he not doing what he wants to do where he's at though? I mean, he's got, well, right. he's got his own team. Yeah. He's getting a paycheck, pretty good paycheck. I assume from Joe Gibbs. Why pay himself? Well, true. That's true. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's a good little, it's a good grift he's got going on. You would imagine he's, he'd be making more from 2311 than his current drivers at 2311. Right. So yeah. Oh yeah. Why yeah. the hell would he do that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's just kind of more of a what, you, what does he want the rest of his career to look like? And when he does retire from driving, you know, he'll have a place where if he has that itch, you know, he wants to scratch. Do you think you think Dale Earnhardt would have raced for DEI if he'd have survived? Maybe. Jun, Junior says no. Yeah, I mean, Dale Jr. knows better than all of us. Yeah, I mean, not, I, not like not, he and his yeah. dad were real close, but. Yeah, but he know he he. I th- I'm pretty sure they probably talked about what the future looked like. Quite. You know, I wouldn't a few be times. a bit surprised if they didn't. But <laughs> yeah, they might. Yeah, yeah. no one's yeah. senior, probably not. But um, well, it's like you know, it's like Jimmy. You know, uh, he went and gallivanted around and came back around, and he yeah, but to, that was not part of Jimmy's plan. I think this presented an opportunity for Jimmy. He started realizing that hey, I need to do something, and he, yeah. the opportunity was there. Yeah. Um, I don't think the if Jimmy had the plan to become a team owner, I think that it would have been in the works well before he right. retired. So right, right. But I don't know. It, it's interesting. But I, I, I personally think we see Hamlin retiring at eleven car now. So yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm sure. Like when he he won't compete for championships for twenty three eleven. No, you know he he's gonna try to maybe maybe to a part time schedule in that car. I could yeah, say yeah yeah that's that's the thing. Like he won't. You know, when when his full time driving days are done, it'll be in behind the the wheel of the eleven. I don't know though. I kind of see Denny as the type like Harvick. He's gonna he's gonna be done, and he's gonna be done. Well, you know what? What's funny is is Boyer. You know, I heard Boyer say a couple weeks ago that he's itching again. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting because I thought he was pretty content, and then he got behind the wheel of those SRX cars, mm-hmm. and he came out and said, "Yeah, he's itching to compete." Um. And I, I think I think after these guys step away for a little while, even Jimmy, you know, Jimmy got I never thought Jimmy would get back in the behind the wheel of a cup car. Well, it's really um, easy to say, like, I don't know why these guys don't just go run a truck or Xfinity car. But you have to remember that it still costs money to run those things. Oh, yeah. And, and Joey made a big point of it last year of or this year of how much it cost him to bring sponsorship to run the truck mm-hmm. at Bristol on the dirt. Yep. Like it's, it was a big ask. He had even a champion, the defending cup champion had to bring money with him to be able to run that car. So, yep. It's, thank you. Planet. Thank you. Planet fitness. I'm a supportive uh, member for you, Joey. So, you know, <laughs> there you go. yeah. 
So interesting. Very interesting. It's like I said, it's you think those guys just have every opportunity available to them, but still costs money to put that car on the racetrack. So unless you're Kyle Larson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He kind of does whatever he wants. Right. Um, obviously the, uh, the Toyota news or the Denny Hamlin news, uh, implies or, or i guess it's been announced that 2311 is going to remain with toyota as well yep. so um that's all a done deal all the uh all the big excitement of the silly season kind of wraps up with that but there's still some still some pretty big dominoes to fall i mean mm-hmm. decent mid-sized dominoes at least to fall um to see yeah. what happens going forward so but uh maybe we'll start to see that now i i mean certainly this doesn't surprise me we see this announcement when we did because i can't imagine going into the playoffs, trying to win that championship and still be dealing with a contract, uh, you know, debate or, or whatever. Um, they needed to get this wrapped up before the playoffs and technically did as mm-hmm. I would assume, I would assume they didn't sign the, sign the papers after the race. On Sunday, right. So. right. Yeah. That's the thing I was, that miffed me. was, yeah, he was, uh, playing a game yeah well maybe he was playing the game maybe he was ready to announce it in victory lane when the race was over and didn't quite get to do that so yeah but he got to do it on his podcast so yeah there you go yeah uh that's it i don't i don't think there's any other news we're early enough in the week not much is broken at this point so yeah i was checking the twitters and yeah i mean we already mentioned what any any other news earlier so everything else is yeah i just hunky hunky dory i just checked the unofficial uh show note source of the super speedway podcast jsk.com and uh-huh. nothing on there so looks like we're good to go sure. yes sir um so we had to kansas kansas speedway this weekend um for some more all three series in action this weekend um coming off of this week i got a win this week james Anya. You did, but barely. I thought I, I thought I was in big trouble when Kyle Busch had to go to the back. Know, me too. I'll just put that down. I didn't but, think uh, I, well, he was in that crash and he had was having trouble. It's like yes, <laughs> <laughs> and I still only got eight points on you. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Freaking I'll take ridiculous. It. Yeah, I was in trouble there for a hot second. So yeah, um, I, this thing's but, over. I mean, it doesn't because the slate is wiped clean. I can pick whoever I want, but. Um, so can you, and it's just so easy to counter for you. You're so far ahead. Um, I'm, I'm just racing for last, Try but get some wins before the season's over. Well, I'm still going to swing and I'm going to take a guy looking for redemption and I'm going to take uh Denny Hamlin as my pick this weekend. Oh, there you go. Denny Dennis. Hamlin has the, in the last three races has the most points earned at this track. All um, right. One of three drivers who's won here, which is interesting because all three drivers are technically from the same stable, <laughs> mm-hmm. Denny Hamlin, Kurt Busch, and Bubba Wallace. There you go. Have won all three of the uh, next gen races at Kansas. There you go. So I who, like that. Who you got? Well, um, it's tough because I'm trying to play the long game a little bit. Yeah, I well, I said screw the long game. I don't have time to play the yeah. long game. Yeah. Well, I'll counter. Um, I'll counter your uh, your Hamlin. Uh, and I'll take uh, the guy who's led the most laps here uh, in recent history. I'll take Kyle Larson. Mm-hmm. There you go. That he was he was my second choice. And I'm kicking myself maybe for not taking Chris Buescher, but we'll see. yeah, Chris Buescher and Bubba. I mean, and Bubba. And Bubba's a good pick here. Yeah, both of those are. Yep. So, uh, how about fantasy, James? Oh boy, did I have a fun fantasy day <laughs> until denny hamlin had issues but everything was hunky dory yeah but yeah i finally got back on the uh 
finally got back on the winner's side. Um, so I take the opening race of the playoffs. So I guess that's the only thing we can really compete for now is right. second place or the playoff standing. So yeah. I guess I'm off to a good start. Um, let me just grab the results here. So I take first place, uh, Green Eggs and Hamlin second, and Ranger, the three-time champ, is third. Eric, you had a good day, fifth place. Yeah, not bad. Uh, keeping track of our points leader, Baron Speedway, ninth this week. He fell off. He finally fell off the second page of the top of the third page, though. Hmm. I think he's one. He's one twenty-nine in the world. Wow! Right now, That's so still incredible. Yep. And then uh, overall standings, um, just a second here, is Baron Speedway 54-62. I am up to second. I went from fourth to second to 51-36. Three-time champ, Ranger Brunion, 51-19. Um, again, second through fifth is is less than a 100-point difference. So um, pretty much on a blanket. Eric, you're the first guy outside of the 5,000 club in sixth. Yeah, thanks. 49.22. So you'll be you'll be in the 5,000 club this week. There you go. All right. Uh, how about shout-outs? Any shout-outs this week, James? Uh, yeah, the NASCAR account on Twitter or Instagram or wherever you get your socials, X, whatever. Um, the video of Kevin Harvick reading a letter from Joey Logano. And as he's reading it, Joey Logano, you can just hear the laugh. Oh yeah, in the ba- in the background. I know and what you're that talking just, about. Yeah, it just made me smile, um, because because basically Joey said he would have kicked Kevin's butt back in the day when they got in their their uh, their Pocono scrap. Yeah, which is and, false, uh, Harvick by said, the way. Yeah, and Harvick said no, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, very false. Yeah, so that was that was just made. I mean, I don't know. Every once in a while, Joey. <laughs> It's just his laugh, man. Yeah. You can just hear him laughing off camera, like, and he's like a hundred yards away. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I. You, everybody on this podcast knows my my enjoyment of Joey Logano. So, yeah, but that, I, that is just a great video. I really enjoyed that whole situation. I won't. I won't gush anymore. Yeah. Um, my shout out. Uh, I had one, but I don't remember what the heck it was. So I'm gonna go with this. Um. Chase Berta uh, races for the Jag CRA series. Uh, mm-hmm. Got himself another win. He's the points leader in that series right now. Got himself another win at Winchester this weekend. Um, battling the line side by side, uh, coming to the finish. Looked incredible. I was hoping to go down there, but didn't make it down. I'm try- going to try and make it in October um, for the uh, the big Winchester 400 weekend with the ASA late models and CRA and all that. Um, so we'll see if that if I pull that off. But uh, but good on Chase to to get that win. Um, continue the points lead. He's going to be racing at Birch Run Speedway this weekend. Um, Saturday night, the uh, CRA JEG series, as well as the reveal of the hammer late model, super late models will be at Birch Run. I, fl- I think they're running legend cards as well. So um, they do a pretty good job at Birch Run of when they run these special series, not running a bunch of support classes with them. So you can get out of there pretty early usually. There's a lot of sitting around, unfortunately, because they do autographs and crap on the front stretch and stuff. But the races get done and you're out of there by 10:30 at night. So, mm-hmm. um, definitely worth checking out Bertrand Speedway. My hope is to be there Saturday night um, to watch those guys and the the super late models put on a great show at Owasso uh, a couple weeks ago and the CRA series. I absolutely love. It's been a great series all along. They've increased car counts all season. Um, they've had 24 to 30 cars every race the last few. So, um, worth checking those guys out as well. So Bertrand Speedway, uh, check them out online. You can they they post their prices on their website. 
uh, in advance, and you can buy tickets in advance too, so you don't have to wait in line at the, at the track. So, good one. Uh, how about black flags, James? Any black flags this week? Oh yeah, I got one. All uh, right. A bunch of people got stranded at the Burning Man oh, Festival. Jeez, you're gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I need to do it. <laughs> uh, which the Burning Man Festival used to be, uh, you know, used to be like this this kind of cool place for hipster doofuses back in the day. <laughs> um, but now it just belongs to rich white women. Just for the and record, I would never see you caught dead at Burning Man. No, no, never. It never. is so not a James place. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but from my understanding, Burning Man has, has turned into a place where white women gather rich white women. And uh, one of those rich uh, ladies. It's a good thing we have like 75% male listeners. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not taking a shot at, well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, one of those rich ladies was uh, Danica Patrick. <laughs> and uh, one of the great tweets I saw was uh, former Indie Japan 300 winner tra- <laughs> stuck at Bernie Man con- concert. Uh, just the thought of Danica not being able to get out of that thing is just hilarious. So Danica Patrick, sorry, I had to take a shot when I could. (laughs) So good. That's funny. Um, I don't really have a black flag this week, so I will give it to whoever forgot to pay the electric bill and turns three and four at Darlington. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, you know, James, I guess it's tough because I've, I've been to Darlington. I've, I've watched the race at night and the place is not super bright to begin with, but do we really sure. think those drivers couldn't race in the, those conditions? Larson said he could. I mean, Larson runs well, did Larson say he could? Cause the way I read it was he said that he's raced, he races at tracks every week. That's or, what, that, that's what Keslowski said. Yeah. Because Kozlowski said, of course, Larson says it's, he can run out there. He runs on dirt tracks with no lights. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess it's a playoff race. There's a lot on the line. So if, if it only takes seven minutes to fix it, it's good for them to red flag it. Well, they, well to, to be fair, it took them longer than seven minutes to fix it. because That's true. They, we ran a lot of caution laps. They ran well that and they knew there was a problem early <laughs> on. So they were they were scrambling. But I think red flagging the race was definitely the right call. You got to. Yeah, you got to get that situation. You got to at least try to fix it. And if you can't fix it, then you suck it up and you deal with what you got. But if you can get it fixed, you might as well get it fixed. So I don't give them too much crap for that. Uh, big props to the fans uh, in the infield, though, that were that tried to turn their flashlights on their phones to shine on, on the track to help the lightning situation. So good to see them helping out. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So it was it's kind of funny because the press box at Darlington's in turn three. So of course the, yep. the press box was seeing all those people with their phones on the wall. On oh the fence. yeah. Yeah. Good yep. stuff. So. Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah, I and think so. We miss anything? Nope. Um, I think that I think that's it, man. Uh, where can they find you on social media if they want to hit you up during the week, James? At James Cush on uh, multiple platforms. I'm not going to say the Twitter X. Either or, so whatever you want to call it, that's where I'm at. There you go. Um, you can find me at EYoungDBM on threads. Currently at T Super Speedway on X. I'm trying to figure out that situation because I'm trying to combine Twitter accounts. Um, I'm afraid because I don't trust Elon. So in theory, I should be able to just change the name of one account and move, the, like rename the other account to that name. Oh. And it should work. So I can just switch the name and keep the account. But. The way Elon's got stuff screwed up, I don't know if it's going to actually work. So I'm, I'm worried. So I, I don't yeah. know. 
right now, Jeez. right now, still at T Super Speedway. Uh, Facebook, you can find us on facebook.com slash the Super Speedway. Our website is the Super Speedway.com. You can find the podcast on there, uh, old episodes, show notes, uh, links to past coverage, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor, wherever you found us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen for new episodes each week. And if you go to anchor.fm slash the Super Speedway, you can leave us an audio message and we might just play it on the show. All three series in action this weekend at Kansas Speedway. We'll be back next week to break it all down. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. Let's go racing.